Hi, uh, welcome to Totally Underqualified. Where we talk about various topics of adulthood and how totally underqualified we are to do them. Hello, and welcome to episode number... Nine! <laughs> Where Ollie, we found Ollie. She's I back. I returned, yeah. Um, she was hiding under some rock because she fought... The apocalypse was about to happen. Yes, I have been doomsday prepping to the max. No, I've been a very busy bee, but our topic this week is totally underqualified to survive the apocalypse. Correct. <laughs> We've become preppers in the last two weeks. <laughs> yes, my bunker's nearly finished and I'm <laughs> canned food like a maniac. <laughs> We're just basically a year late with all of this. Mm. Well, we're in the middle of what we could call end times, the end of days. <laughs> um, it certainly feels like it sometimes. Yeah, no, to me, it's really stopped feeling like that and more. It's just starting to feel very mundane. And yeah, I'm, I'm becoming very sort of, what's the word for it? Disaffected. If this, if this is the end of the world, this pandemic, like it's very boring. <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> slow way to go. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Anyway, uh, we wanted to really just kind of talk about different types of apocalypses. Yeah, so I think obviously various different types of apocalypse have sort of been strewn about in popular culture for years. But I do feel like our generation, like mine and yours specifically, were sort of involved in a lot of the more popular ones in terms I, of like well we're the generation that has apparently survived the less religious ones well you say that but then like the generation before us like our parents generation lived under the threat of actual nuclear war every well, day this is my point. <laughs> so given the fact that previous generations have actually survived when i say survived i mean nothing happened but yeah. um actually survived a real threat compared to the fictional ones that people have gone, no, this will happen in dot, dot, dot throughout our lifetimes. Mm -hmm. There's always a bit of like a, oh, we've survived the apocalypse. <laughs> like we really haven't. We've no. survived fictional thoughts that other people have had and that have been taken out of context. We've had very easy lives so far. Yeah. It's, it's really not been that difficult. Uh, world is mostly at peace well yeah. we, we live we live in one of the most peaceful times ever which is insane to think about considering how much horrific stuff is still going on yeah but i think also right now it's you know it's very easy to find out about all that stuff because everyone's got a phone yeah. basically so anyway yeah uh, i think there's a balance in being hyper aware of what's going on and actually having direct interaction with those things so uh, this episode, obviously, is going to cover a couple of the apocalypses we may or may not have survived. <laughs> um, possible things we might be able to do. And in general, we just want to have a little bit of fun with this episode. Yeah. So we'll kick off with a zombie apocalypse. 
I think this is the go-to. Yeah. When you say apocalypse, everyone thinks zombies. Yeah. <laughs> and what what kind of zombie apocalypse are we doing? Are we doing like the um, kind of 28 Days Later one where the zombies are vicious and fast? Or more of George A. Romero where they're kind of slow and Dragging funny. themselves across the floor. Yeah, and... like Shaun of the Dead, that kind of stuff. Well... I would like a Shaun of the Dead zombie apocalypse in a weird way. I would find that very funny. And I know that sounds awful, but I like this is the thing though. I always say like, oh, I'd love that. I really I mean, wouldn't. No, you you'd <laughs> I'd probably very be much, one. Yeah, you'd probably have to like pop someone's brains out who is or who is like your friend or family or something. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I have that kind of practical. <laughs> You're not too worried about where I'm that. Like, it's a kindness, they're not themselves. That's true. That's true. I don't know. I always have like a thought that the zombie apocalypse should be ruthless. Like ruthless. they should be super. Oh, ruthless! I was like, wait, do you not want a roof during? <laughs> no, 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 darling. <laughs> um, okay. So, in my opinion, the zombie apocalypse, like zombies, are vicious predators <laughs> because they're after our brains, mm. and because they're dead, they can't feel any pain. So they can run on broken bones and all this kind of stuff. The whole slow, uh, it doesn't really do it for me. That's actually what Ollie sounds like on a Monday morning. <laughs> yep, this is what <laughs> everyone experiences out of me before I've had a cup of tea. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What's your preference, though? Um, well, so I think both have are interesting. Um, I, I like the George A. Romero one because I think I'd be able to survive that. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to choose one I should survive, it would be that one. Yeah, the, the coin of 28 days later slash, like, kind of The Last of Us is kind of similar as well, because they're they're runny-runny in that as well. Yeah, um, and a little bit I Am Legend. I get that kind oh, of vibe yeah. off it, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I, so I, 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 I wouldn't say I wouldn't be able to survive that, but I think my plan of action would be very different. Okay, so we've covered the zombie apocalypse, which we know is, like, the typical one everyone goes to. Yeah. We've both established that we probably wouldn't do very well. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what about something like, uh, I mean, at the moment we're living in a pandemic. What? I know. This is news to me as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just stayed indoors anyway all the time. <laughs> in fairness, the antisocial side of me was very happy. Um <laughs> Because I no longer needed an excuse to cancel anybody's plans. Yeah, that's true. Okay. But having said that, moving away from anything that could affect us as humans, uh, we've got a couple of other types of apocalypse we can consider, like, you know, all the power going out and having no electricity anymore. I live um, in Uganda, it's fine. Yeah, see, you have mild experience with... <laughs> the power kind going of out kind of sucks, but, like, everyone's got it and... I mean, back okay, back in Uganda, we weren't as like reliant on well, not I don't want to say reliant, but you know, we didn't use social media as much. It was sorry, no. Something. Let me clarify: like <laughs> the entire planet's power oh, goes out. The, okay, there's oh, no phone so lines. There's no like communication. A, satellites drop from the sky. Yeah, so like a solar flare happens, basically. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know, like like a global EMP, nothing works. Fuck! Like you think about all the food that would just go off. Right. That's the first. And all thing. the food that would stop growing. I mean, you you could still, well, yeah, oh yeah, because of the greenhouses here, I mm. guess. Mm. And Holland Ooh. is actually one of the major producers. Yeah. So uh, if we don't have power, we also go underwater. Fuck. 
So it has this massive. I have a boat. Effect. It's fine. It's and I that mean, runs on gas. Yeah, this so. is the Dutch. We know how would, to float. Would generators still work? Would you like if you had gas? Would that? I think if we had to go back to like any kind of steam powered, gas powered. Okay. But anything electrical. The big like the way, big grids. Are yeah, done. that's yeah. done. You, nothing charges anymore. Um, there's no network nothing <laughs> all the all the people who bought electric cars would be kicking themselves i'd be very upset <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> how sad is I, that I, how will i read fan fiction when there's no grid how will i control my awesome wi-fi lights when there's no wi-fi or electricity no ambience for you well the only ambiance i could create is with a fireplace oh that's true it would yeah. feel rather cozy um well then okay well I don't know. I'd probably be, at first I'd be like, I'd try a couple light switches. Be mm -hmm. like, why is nothing working? Yep. Uh, then don't forget, no emergency announcement either. Oh shit! Yeah. Um. So then, I would walk over to maybe my neighbors. Be like, you guys have any power? I need to charge my phone. Go to play some games. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously desperation would start to set in because no one has power. I mean, uh, there's no music, nothing, yeah? You, yeah. No Spotify, well, you can, no streaming. You can make music. You can make music. But it's not the same. It's not the same. No. I wouldn't be able to look up the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you can start interpreting lyrics. I shall survive through interpretive dance. No, but seriously, I think there would be <laughs> just more just imagining panic. you doing that, and it's funny. <laughs> there we go. Um, seriously, I am convinced if the zombie apocalypse happened, but the internet was still active, it would be less bad than if people suddenly couldn't access the internet or talk to each other on their phones. Genuinely, well, I think the world would go more mad if power disappeared. I wonder if, like, nine months later, there would be a baby boom. Oh my god, yes. Just like what's yeah. happened in lockdown, people would get so bored, they'd all have sex. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Unprotected sex. Yeah, because, because the can't... factories don't work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um... So that's, again, two types of apocalypse so far. We've had, like, the one that it deals with humans. We've got the one that's out of our control. But then mm -hmm. I think we also need to consider the slightly more radical ones of, like... A comet hitting the Earth. Yeah, like asteroids, solar flares, the sun going out. Oh, fuck, the sun going out. Climate change. Fun one. All of these are like Mother Nature striking back. Okay, so with climate change, right? It's always um, what, like, what we get told is kind of like we have to save the planet. Yeah. Right? No, we have to save ourselves. That's and you know try to keep the biosphere intact and make sure that you know we don't uh, destroy like the top layer of soil and stuff. But the planet's going to happily keep on spinning around the sun for, you know, another couple billion years, I believe. Um, but, you know, it, the planet doesn't need to be saved. It, it, it'll recover with or without us. Yeah. Like, well, this is my thought. Like, in every scenario in Hollywood where the apocalypse takes place, nature does take back what, what it's owed. Mm -hmm. Like, in any way, shape or form. Yeah, I'm thinking about the whole doomsday clock. We're like two seconds to midnight now or whatever it is. Yeah. Balance will return, I'm sure. But either we do it in a way where we all get to live comfortably as well. Or 
it goes happens in a way where there's famine and water shortages and crazy floods and tsunamis and shit like that and you know just desert desertification yeah you know it's it's wonder or we do it in like a fun way where we all kind of you know get to stay happy and alive or we get to do it the miserable way but the way <laughs> that it is going to happen or could would also happen yeah and i think anything where you know forces of nature literally force majeure takes part in this i don't actually think there's anything we can do about it no no we can try and stop it happening but if it happens it happens and actually chances are i may not survive that anyway i mean like the the problem now is, is that it's all happening quite rapidly yeah i think we'll be fine in the end if i think yeah like think, humanity yeah. will survive i'm sure we'll be fine as a species but i also don't think anyway we're getting off topic we were talking about what we would do during these things well should we do that in part two? Oh, okay slightly yeah. more in depth yeah okay, that's true okay never mind okay. another okay another fun one um is well comet let's do comet what would you what, what, what would what do you think would happen if there were if scientists were like ah oh, guys in about 10 years we'll have a comet smash into the earth and vaporize the crust of the earth i mean at that point we're all dead right yes okay last last example of an apocalypse aliens i'm so intrigued by aliens i find it terrifying and simultaneously awesome i think we mentioned the fermi paradox right in an episode previously we did briefly mention it yeah so either we're all just like a fun tv show for a bunch of aliens kind of like geordie shore i mean i've got the whole rick and morty <laughs> show is what you've got yeah. in my head <laughs> or we're currently in the sights of an alien race that's a couple light years away uh, and they're like, ooh, that planet looks good for harvesting. And all they care about is water because they didn't take care of their own planet. Yeah. And have now learned the right way to survive in the universe is to steal from other planets. Um, again, probably not much I can do about it. Which would be super ironic for Europe. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, the history here. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's a couple of different... I mean, okay, alien invasion, seriously, would be fucking terrifying because... It would be insanity because this is like this big thing that we've had where are we the anomaly or are we the anomaly? Yeah. Um, if aliens turned up tomorrow and we couldn't communicate with them and they had all this amazing technology you never freaking know just pure fear like mm -hmm. the entire planet would stop working everyone would be like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> shit breaks and yeah. then, nothing there's nothing we can do we're out of our depth no not now yeah no i know this sounds like a weirdly excited but really morbid episode i, I mean think it's fun to have these conversations though <laughs> okay um end of part one we're gonna cut over to part two where we're gonna give our own little 
more personal. I mean, I've got to be honest, talking about the apocalypses, I'm breaking out in a small cold sweat going, <laughs> I would not survive. <laughs> I think some of them would be super cool to live through, though. I, I think the abstract idea of it excites me. The reality of it is probably not that scenario at all. Okay. Well, but I'm enjoying the conversation nonetheless. Oh, yeah. But I, we enjoy talking to each other anyway. That's very true. Most of the time. I have no life. I only really talk to you. <laughs> so I have to like talking to you. <laughs> oh, amazing. Okay. Um, end of part one. On to part two. See you in a bit. Part two. Welcome back. We're, we're back. Ah, apocalypse. The end of days. Yeah, and now a more personal take on them. Yeah, I would probably. Everyone has that like fight or flight. Mm -hmm. I would love to say, I'm gonna fight my way out of this and come out the end victorious. I wouldn't. I would be in my house with like all the windows barred up. I would mm. have stockpiled as much as I could. Like. I'm having antibiotics for days. <laughs> okay. But okay, but okay, but what would what would you do if if uh you know it came on the news like oh zombies. Honestly. Watch out. And you're living where you're living now. So you're in a city, right? I mean, I don't even have a car. I would have right, to exactly. steal a car first. You would have to e-bike your way out of there. <laughs> on, the, on the back of Bruno's bike. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, honestly, I think my first reaction would be panic. Hmm. Um, just because I know that my nervous disposition would do that to me. Yeah. Uh, but, but like, okay, you've got what you've got in your house right now. Mm -hmm. That's that's all you have. You know, you can't go to the shop right now because everyone's going to the shop. And, you know, that's where all the zombies are going because they smell all of those brains. Uh, so, you know, you have to stay home for at least a week. For at least a week, I could do that easily in this house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't have to leave this house for at least two weeks before I started getting desperate. Okay. Um, and I'd probably do a quick check of any kind of weapons I might have to protect myself. Do you have a cricket bat? Uh, I have a baseball bat. Okay, well that works. Which too. is very American and makes me feel <laughs> very cool. Um, but I also have things like a guitar. I've got a crowbar here somewhere. Jeez. I could dismantle parts of my bike if I needed to. Okay. Umbrellas. Oh, you get like a cool rotating hammers, axes. Thing. I'm, I'm an art teacher. I have Stanley knives to last me until like 2052. Okay. okay. <laughs> so my melee weapons are pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Any ranged weapons? Like no, catapult? unfortunately you, you not. Couldn't construct a catapult. I could probably make a bow and arrow. Okay. Because I'm not that bad with them. I'm not a bad shot either, but I don't own any kind of gun or pistol or you know airsoft rifle. I don't have any of those. Yeah. No, I don't either. Although my neighbor's doing some construction, he might have a nail gun. Ooh, that's a good one actually. Yeah. So where I live, uh, it, it's it, there's a shed in the back my grandpa's old shed and there's a lot of machinery in there that i don't know how to use <laughs> uh which could quite honestly also just result in my tragic death during the zombie apocalypse uh instead of the zombies tragic passing hmm. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know what I would do. I, I, I don't know if his house is very easily defensible. The stairs are pretty steep, like in most Dutch houses, and if the yeah. zombies are not very good at walking, I think I should just be fine on the second floor. I have a greenhouse. I can grow my own food if I had to. It's made of glass, though. Yeah, but there's a gate, which would be closed. Yeah, okay, fair. And I would set up speakers on the other side of the house and just run some wires. So attract them all to that side mm. on the other side of the street. No, I'm, I'm very, like, more defensive rather than offensive. Um, I have to say, like, the only thing that comes into my head, and I really hope I'm not, like, the only person on the internet that actually has seen this, this cartoon, um, but there is a fantastic little like one image picture of a mum dinosaur and a baby dinosaur with the comet coming in through the sky and she's like close your eyes and count to 10 and we'll play hide and seek oh god because she knows that they're all gonna die yeah. and the baby's like trying to stay calm and it's so morbid and heartbreaking i feel oh. like i would be like that i'd be like okay i've accepted my fate i'll just try and protect anyone who's not okay mm. like if we're gonna go we're gonna go i i just really wonder how if it like if, if scientists were to say now, like, okay, in 10 years' time, like, how would everyone handle that? Almost like an expiry date. Yeah, like, everyone's like, oh, like, everyone, you've sure got... It's for sure going to happen. We're all going to go in 10 years' time. Like, we're what not would sure the world how. do? Would we all try to, like, vacate to Mars? I think there would be an element in there yeah. of any top scientist. Just like with this pandemic, you know, all the top scientists have banded together to face this thing that mm. is... I mean, literally attacking us. Yeah. Um, on mass, and I think if the whole idea is, well, shit, we're all gonna die, <laughs> so we all better, you know, light a fire under our ass and come mm. up with a solution. I feel like that would happen. I mean, for God's sake, Elon Musk, get your rockets together, please, because we need to be building on Mars now. It would. I think. Yeah. Once again, I I've. Just slight hope that humanity as a species would survive but yeah i i highly doubt you know it'll be pretty well this i think if there's going to be an apocalypse i think you know humanity has this tenacity of survival it's like evolution you know there are hundreds of years in play here where i would love to survive and like <laughs> sit down and tell my grandchildren about the one time you know like we used to live on this planet called earth and, <laughs> it was all know, things were green and there was no yeah. orange dust everywhere but <laughs> realistically i don't think that would happen and you didn't have to wear special suits to go outside yeah and i think the whole point is we're talking like the whole wally scenario from disney mm, yeah all get on a ship we don't have that kind of technology yet no we barely have enough technology to put five people in a space station. Yeah. And even then they have to stay there because it takes so bloody long to make supplies for them. To be fair, um, I think it, the computer that there were there were five computers or something on like the Apollo missions, right? Mm. And all those five computers together held like five MBs of, of memory. So... This is the point. We've put men on the moon with something less strong than a Nokia phone. Yeah. And I'm talking about the 3310, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. We have so much technology, but we've not put it into the right things. No one has had that Einstein moment of we need to rethink this during the technological boom. Yeah. You know, turn of the century, we suddenly got all this massive amazing technology and we've become as a race, I think, a little bit complacent in how we use it. 
Like mm. my phone, the thing that goes in my pocket can do more than the rocket did when they put people on the moon. Yep. That's insane. Why yeah. are we not living on different <laughs> planets? Yeah. um welcome back to part three we're currently surviving the apocalypse to be honest yeah this could be construed as one of those events it's just not snowballed out of control yet i say yet there's still time i actually have a question for you oh god yes finally you have a question for me <laughs> i sometimes have questions for you leave me alone okay. um you know we're talking about all these different kinds of like the world ending as we know it mm-hmm and we very briefly touched on what you would do to try and survive it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we can't really know for sure how we would react because something like that's not ever happened before. Thank goodness. Do you get most of your ideas about what you would do from things like films or do you get them from, I don't know, like video games or... Oh, definitely video games. Yeah? It's like the the, the medium where, you know, you kind of get to live in the apocalypse without... Yeah, it's being fully uncomfortable. Immersive. Yeah, without yeah. being uncomfortable, and you're just sitting in your uh, couch. Speak for yourself. Resident Evil is no picnic to be playing. What I like about, for example, The Last of Us is the way the world would look after what is it, 20, 30 years into a apocalypse, basically. I mean, if you're getting inspiration from these games about how to survive, mm-hmm. do you think you could possibly list three key lessons you've learned? Three key lessons. Uh, don't get attached to anyone. Okay, so no attachments. <laughs> um, plenty of attachments on your gun. No, <laughs> kidding, because we don't have guns here. I would probably head for Switzerland or mountains. Yeah, something... Colder. Yeah. Anyway, somewhere rural, uh, and Holland's not exactly a rural place, so in that kind of way, already one step behind here. And what else would I do? Not drive a car not drive a car no it makes you target basically that's very true actually every single apocalypse movie has like told us this yeah but yeah no i mean uh if anything what we've got in holland as a big pro is bicycles we have fast transport that's quiet yeah and eco-friendly it doesn't need any fuel except me yeah and i mean you need like a bit of oil but you know i think that would be very useful it, it they're very hard to break Surprisingly, I've had mine for like 12 years now. Yeah. Um, what are your three lessons that you've taken from either what you're going to think of on the spot right now or something from a movie or a game? I mean, based on all the games and movies that I've seen and played, I think there are a couple of key things. One, you can't really trust anybody unless you really, really, really know them. Like, I would hope my other half would not kill me in order to survive, but the reality is that probably might happen. Mm. I don't know, just to be cautious of everyone. Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in, you um, never know what people do under that kind of stress, so... Yeah. I mean, we had a little bit of an inkling of that last year when people started buying up toilet paper. Well, this was it. Everyone became very every man for themselves. And if that happens because they felt they were going to run out of toilet paper. Yeah, imagine what it's going to be like if they felt like it might we might. If you genuinely felt we were going to run out of food, people were going to start dying left, right, and center, and that people were going to try and kill you as well. Mm. 
that's just madness. So yeah. again, trust nobody, take care of myself. And my second lesson would probably be to very quickly get used to rationing things like water. Mm. Not eating my feelings. <laughs> God, that would be terrible. I would be so stressed. I'd eat like all my rations in the space of an hour. Um, <laughs> I already know that the best things to go for are things that are non-perishable. So you need to go for canned foods. You need to go for anything nutrient dense, anything that's going to give you energy for a long period of time with a small amount of food. Do you know how to start a fire? Just quickly. I do. Oh, okay. Well, that's... Do you? No. Uh, yeah, with a lighter. And in fairness, I'm quite a good camper. I've got first aid training. Like there are certain things in my repertoire that might actually make me okay. Hmm. I wouldn't be the best at it, but... You might, you could manage to get through the first couple of weeks, probably. Yeah, I think, like, you know, when everyone is panicking about getting food and stuff, I would get the bare necessities that I could. And my other go-to is medicinal supplies. Mm. Bandages, so... clean gauze, you know, stitching, Booze. all of that kind of stuff. Iodine, I would go for the whole shebang. Yeah, okay. Because the likelihood that I die of infection is higher than the likelihood that I starve. Mm. Okay, so, so those are our, like, three... Three tips that we are totally not qualified to give anyone, <laughs> so please don't listen to us. <laughs> our top three ideas for surviving the apocalypse. Don't drive um, a car. Don't get attached to someone. Don't trust anyone. Or be cautious, as you like to put it. Stack up on medicines... I've been to a festival. I can survive a couple of days in the forest. Like <laughs> it's, it's basically the same thing. Like <laughs> <laughs> quick, let's only... live in squalor. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what it is, though, isn't it? Like it is, though. It's like okay, what do I need? I need some bog roll. I need some canned food. I need to take an extra set of batteries and some lights with me. Um, I'm gonna have to, you know take extra layers and wear them mm. so that I can like take them off if I need to but I need and, clean pants and clean socks and and someone might like try to uh sleep in your tent when you, they get it wrong basically and it's not your their tent. you need to fend and them you, off you need to be able to fight and they're them usually and not... drunk so they're yep. very zombie like exactly <laughs> <laughs> there we go we're all equipped if you've ever oh been to God. a festival like Glastonbury or Download or Pink Pop or you know whatever it yep. is Coachella maybe not but you know <laughs> um that's a different kind of apocalypse there you go more like alien invasion that one <laughs> if you've ever been to a festival i am currently going to give you guys a gold star you're probably more equipped to deal with a zombie apocalypse the people who are usually totally underqualified to go do something before the apocalypse uh, are usually the people that go and try all the things they're not qualified to do so i would totally try and find a plane that's got some fuel in it and try to fly it. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, I would definitely do that. Huh. Uh, because I, okay, I I know it's going to sound super lame and totally like the absolute cliche of like, oh, I've played Flight Simulator. <laughs> I know how it works. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, like, uh, what's stopping you? Nothing. I mean, I know, I know enough. Okay, so you would like go out and do your bucket list, basically. Yes. Kind of. Once things have settled down, I'd be like, okay. I mean, like, All this the world is your here. oyster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would I would go and, I mean, at this point, I'm breaking my own rule of not getting into a car. But I would just go find cool cars to drive and drive around. Oh, find a tank. 
start driving yes. a tanker Okay, around. no, I'm sorry. If there were things like that around, I couldn't not. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, who who wouldn't if you had that kind of opportunity? Mm. Okay, so we've established that we're definitely underqualified, but we would do some crazy stuff. Yes, absolutely. Okay, fair enough. And then I'd probably become really comfortable with just existing. Hmm. Provided it's the kind of apocalypse we're still alive in. Yeah, I mean, would you start looking for other people at all at one point, maybe? <laughs> or, no. no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like, dear listeners, I love you all dearly, but I hate people. I swear, I'm not antisocial. I just, I don't make friends easily and it would be awkward and I'd feel very much like people didn't like me. And I, by that point, I'd have been on my own for so long. I'd probably be weird as well. Would you get a pet? I tell you what I would do. I would like Game of Thrones my way with a pack of wolves. Like <laughs> I would have my dire wolves. They would be my family. They would take care of me. And uh, as well. I can do that. If it's a yeah. zombie apocalypse, eat the oh, humans, easy. it's fine. Yeah, but what if they then bite the zombie and that infects them too? I mean, you know, in Venice then, as a herd, we would all take a vote and that person would be offered up to the wilderness. <laughs> you would what, take a vote with your <laughs> With all my friends. dogs, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, at this point you've already lost it, I get it, yeah. <laughs> I like I am going to be the mad cat lady in the middle of the apocalypse who, like, gets her face eaten off after she dies by her cats. Like, what, what about you? What would you I've do? Got, I've got three dogs and they're all way too friendly to, you know, be of any use. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean. Would you go looking for people, though? Honestly? Probably. Yeah. And then die because they're all, like, cannibalist. Too trusting. Mm -hmm. Look, watch out for the shakes. Mm. <laughs> actually you know what i would really do <laughs> no i can't believe we didn't say this was our number one thing to go and do we both have to go and find rick oh shit rick is he my go-to he would get us through <laughs> it he would <laughs> so dear listeners we have not yet introduced you guys to the concept of our dear friend rick um and we actually we agreed we agreed that he was actually going to be like our stig before we started any of this and then we just totally forgot about doing yeah. any of that so bob and i have a friend called rick and uh he is the kind of person you want on your team in a zombie apocalypse absolutely this guy has knowledge and a ruthlessness about him that would get me through it i would be able to panic in the corner whilst he got rid of the problem mm. and he would be totally cool about it mm-hmm and then make a snide comedic like quip <laughs> you know he would do the Horatio Kane thing where he'd make a pun as something devastating happens and then put on his sunglasses turn around and be like let's go <laughs> I have another question for you because you did just ask me whether or not I would seek people out mm -hmm. after everything had settled down mm -hmm. but we all know that the first thing that people do is band together because mm -hmm. there's safety in numbers, your you know survival instincts kick in, blah blah. Fantasy football team of zombie apocalypse. Mm. Who do you have on your team? All right, uh, Joel from The Last of Us. He is the Hugh Jackman of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, then Hugh Jackman. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine, you gotta have Wolverine on your team. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so okay, uh, probably Ellie from The Last of Us Part Two. I've, 
it's the only mm-hmm. game I've really played recently that's got anything to Fair do. Enough. Some Russian dude, like a, an Alexi. Yes. Okay. There we go. Ivanovich. Or Vlad. Yeah, I like Alexi though. It's nicer, easier, mm-hmm. fun, more fun to say. If you had to have like sit down with him and have a serious conversation, he'd be like, "Alex, look, you can't do that anymore." Yes. <laughs> um, like, dude, hurting people is not normal. I would have Tom Hanks. Why? Because <laughs> he's just fun. He'd okay. be able to provide. He'd be able to provide the entertainment. He'd do all the playing, voices. All, he could play all his characters. <laughs> um, <laughs> someone who knows how to use a gun, in mm. case we find one. Someone who owns a gun and knows how to <clears> use it. Uh, that dude on YouTube who makes those shelters and doesn't say anything in his videos. Um, he would be pretty useful. Useful to have on the team. Yeah, it's a makeshift shelter. Um, <laughs> I basically want to live as comfortably as possible without having to do much. <laughs> You're such a snob. <laughs> Spot uh, 21st century man. I I probably just take my microphone with me and just talk into it, even though I wasn't like computers were broken and everything. So just pretend so I could pretend. To host the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that in fairness, your team doesn't sound that bad. Yeah, I think it'd be a fun a fun bunch. Yeah. It sounds a bit too broy at the moment. Mine would be very broy though. Yeah, that's true. There would be like particular character. I would have John Wick on my team. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. With all his gear. No. Yeah. Because he's got gear hidden all over the world, so it doesn't matter where we go. He's got like a safe house in different places. And I would take Ray Mears, who is Oh yeah. Like super down to earth version of Bear Grylls. You just have to like deal with him setting up his cameras all the time yeah but he like trains navy seals like this guy oh, yeah. knows how to survive <laughs> yeah. in the wilderness have you seen him whittle a spoon from nothing like no, that's true. this guy yeah, could I... give me an in full kitchen set and i'd be happy okay. um <laughs> he'd be cool yeah okay john wick mm-hmm. ray mears alice from resident evil uh-huh because i mean you kind of have to um and then I would probably take someone like Felix Baumgartner, who did the space jump. Mm-hmm. Because you need to have a daredevil on your team that can think outside the box. Mm. And then I'd probably like just take one of my engineering friends with me. <laughs> I'd just be like, dude, I need you on my team. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure I get electricity, please. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, fix this house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Build me a machine that can, you know, keep me away from the zombies. Yeah. I think my team is still kind of lacking in certain aspects. Like we've got the entertainment, we've got the person. I mean, the person that knows how to use a gun. Like that's so vague. I need more specific people on this. Joel's kind of my. You go to all round zombie apocalypse survivor. Yeah, like he's seen. So all. the rest are just added benefits. Yeah, like Tom Hanks. You know, mm. awesome. If you have any ideas for us. Because <laughs> if you can't tell, we're running out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant about surviving the apocalypse. Oh, oh, right. Okay, yeah, we definitely have plenty of episode ideas. Um, if anyone wants to get in touch with us, you can find us at Totally Underqualified on Instagram. And you can also email us, totallyunderqualified at gmail.com. Yeah. And actually what I was thinking was we've got to start branching out a little bit. I think we need to start... An OnlyFans. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, gratu- oh, I mean, I was going to use the, po- the podcast to find you a girlfriend. I, you know what? I've changed my mind. I'm going to sell you online. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> so it is kind of like the apocalypse in the end where I will probably get sold into slavery. <laughs> Let's be fair. Um, <laughs> it was nice talking to you again this week after your dearly missed absence last week. My dearly missed absence. Wait. My dearly missed presence. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> totally. It's fine. I'm going. Totally, totally underqualified to end an episode. Okay. <laughs>